lovelies. I know we always discuss all things questionable, odd, and eerie, but this topic may get a little too intense for some of our listeners. So, listener discretion is advised. of strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us this halloween as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable spoopy and eerie (laughs) (laughs) yes spoopy ghost noises halloween things spoopy pumpkin The phone call is not coming from inside the cows. The cows? The cows. (laughs) Ashley pulled that on me today. I called her as I was walking into her house. And she said, the phone call is coming from inside the house. But it wasn't. Well, this phone call is coming from the backyard. It was great. It was super spoopy. Y'all are meant for each other. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. It's great. But she's dainty right now, so I'm being careful. (laughs) I'm delicate. Like a little flower. So in honor of Halloween, I made cocktails. Wow. They're called Half-Blood Prince. Guess why I chose them? Spoopy? They're called Halloween? They're called Half-Blood Prince. Well, yeah. Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Halloween. I mean, that's that's always a given. Yes. (laughs) That and they look like blood. They do. They're magnificent. They have bourbon and pomegranate juice and raspberry liqueur and maple syrup and lemon juice and i will post the recipe you're welcome world they're delicious it's so they good are delicious dangerously good oh my Mine god they're so good, good. <laughs> is everything okay over there in your womb of comfort in my womb <laughs> I, I finished that with comfort anyway are you guys ready for a story i'm so ready i'm excited uh hashtag not pregnant <laughs> <laughs> i just realized <laughs> story time um, yeah. for those of us who are, we're gonna tell y'all a scare story oh no menstruation the end <laughs> <laughs> everyone turns off their nah. podcatchers my bad i got excited about all right that but really this subject was recommended to me and now don't get too jealous it was recommended by ck, CK! i'm not like jealous him. i'm happy yeah he specifically asked us hey who's in charge of Halloween? And I'm like, I am this year. And so he gave me a subject and I really appreciated it. And I'm surprised the w- airport Wi-Fi didn't kick me off while I was researching this. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, CK, so, for the spoopy. So thanks, CK. Everyone who's listening now, once you're done with this episode, make sure you check out Mirths and Monsters and Infernal Souls and Eternal Assholes. Arseholes. 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 <laughs> Both are with are amazing. Mirth and Monsters is a little more family friendly. Infernal Souls. Our souls are not. Our souls are not for the family. <laughs> All right. Today I'm going to tell you about Sonny Bean. No clue what that is. Good. This is going to be great. Sonny Bean. Sonny Bean. Oh, Sonny Bean. The L- pipes. <laughs> nope. Little is known about the early life of this legendary character, but it is believed that Alexander Sonny Bean was born in East Lothian in the late 15th century. This story occurs between the 15th and 16th century Scotland during the reign of James I. Okay. Good old James I. Yep. It's my old buddy old pal. Yep. Right. No clue. Some say 
Sonny learned from his hardworking father, who was a hedger and a ditcher, which I just translated as he liked to dig things. I was thinking I think gardener, yeah. Well, y'all went differently than I did. Um, <laughs> and raised Sonny to be he the same. Moats. Moats. Full of crocodiles. Crocodiles. Castles. In Scotland? Yes. Yeah. This is sounding better every minute. Well, other sources say Sonny was a tanner by trade. Oh. Tanning hides? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is what it means to tan things. Just making sure. We are not the Jersey store. (laughs) He did not build tall hedges that he could sunbathe behind. I mean, he should have, but missed opportunities. When he married Agnes Douglas, he and his new bride relocated to Ayrshire, Scotland, and set up their home in Benin Cave, a cave lo- located near Ballantrae. Mm-hmm. They went to a cave, guys, because <laughs> what says newlyweds like cave? It's Fair. worth noting that some sources say that Agnes was accused by her hometown of being a witch, <gasps> conjuring demons, Ooh. and sacrificing humans. In oh. the cave. Oh, man get it girl like many caves found in north georgia benin cave was imposing with tunnels warming their way through the rock for over a mile like wow. many caves in georgia are you mentioning that because we're in georgia or yeah okay <laughs> do you think she was like mixing up georgia and scotland yeah well Just i didn't casually. know if she was like researching something about the country the georgia, or caves georgia i have to reference this in are in north georgia so that's where we went i don't do caves i decided i don't I would like to go splunking. Hail. Have fun with that. No thanks. You're on your own, best friend. So this cave, which was not in North Georgia, (laughs) was hard to reach. The entrance, which is down by the waterline and blocked by an enormous boulder, requires a scaling of treacherous rocks to visit. So basically they were like, we hate people. Peace. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're going to live in a blocked off cave. Like I'm imagining this like house hunters, like international, like <laughs> <laughs> this lovely cave this entrance contains... isn't nearly foreboding enough. <laughs> Fair. Too much light is coming into the entryway. Well, but some nice drapery mm-hmm. and maybe a henchman. You'd be all set. But the cave featured a lot of side passages, which was important to the young couple since the caves could accommodate the growing family over the next 25 years. 25 years of baby making? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus, no. So one thing to note is that in addition to being an excellent place to raise a family... In a cave? This cave came with a water feature. Oh, that's nice. Twice a day at high tide, the cave's entrance was flooded for several hundred meters. Oh my God. Could you imagine trying to like, Ashley's going into her womb of comfort. Like who looks at this and thinks like, oh yeah, this is a great neighborhood to raise my family. Claustrophobia and drowning are like top two. I mean, lots of side entrances. So when the waters came up, you just dip out for a minute. Dip out. And hide in one of the other entrances. I'm just going to go for a dip out or front door no side doors front doors being flooded <laughs> uh sorry mom i'm moving out before you cut the Bye. cord so in order to support his new wife sonny felt a robbery this made sense since he was located near barren narrow roads that travelers would frequent between villages after a while sonny had a great idea ding in order to prevent these disappearances from being tracked back to him he should mur- murder his victims <gasps> dun, dun, dun. sonny 
was also resourceful, deciding that in order to reduce trips for supplies, trips that also involved the disposing of evidence, he decided to start butchering the bodies. As you do? No, that's not as <laughs> I mean, you live in the outskirts, away from everybody else, in, a, in cave. a cave with lots of random side passages. You block one off and say, kids, this is daddy's cave. Back off. So you guys understand what I mean by butchering bodies, right? He broke them all apart and disposed of them. Uh, no. And he fed them to his family. Mm-hmm. Look, if you're making babies for 25 years, it's got to be hard to feed all those mouths. So the high protein diet, speaking of babies, seemed to be exactly what Mrs. Bean needed. <laughs> As she eventually had 14 children. One article called them the Beanie Babies. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope one of them was named Ty. I have no idea. There's 14 of them. There's a good chance. So all these Beanie Babies had the same taste for bodies as their parents. Oh, and they were like little werewolves just living in their cave. It's worth noting that in 15th century Scotland, it's highly unlikely all children survive to adulthood, with mortality rates being 14% in the first year of life. That being said, some reports say that they were able to raise eight sons and six daughters. Wow. Wow. Holy cannolis. As the children grew up, a clan was born. Dun, dun, dun. As was a taste for incest. I was about oh. to ask, you have to, like, if you're, mm-mm. nobody's going to marry cannibal. Why not Could just you imagine for, that like, necrophilia? On, can you imagine that on your Tinder, like, enjoys the darker things of life, no. like my cave and eating people? Now, there are websites where you can no, go. No, don't go there, please. I'm just saying it's out there, so somebody could want that cannibalism sure whatever you do you but the cave thing (laughs) i'm gonna have to swap those in my book that's not my cup of tea (laughs) so the children started having children of their own some accounts state that the children not only bore children of their own as in with each other but also bore children with their parents (gasps) no oh god no this caused their numbers to increase exponentially oh that's awful so they really are like a little wolf pack pretty much with one source stating they produce 18 grandsons and 14 granddaughters resulting in three would it really be three generations living together in these caves i mean it would still be three generations but it would be like granddaughter nephew niece son child (laughs) um (laughs) my that's a really long card Right. <laughs> I don't think the Hallmark makes anything for those yet. So there are 48-ish family members total. Living in one cave. Yeah. Eating human. Yeah. And having sex with each other. Yeah. And this all started Not from a landscaping thing. Like, you should have <laughs> stuck with landscaping. The moat business is just not what it used to be. <laughs> Better go live in a cave. And have sex with my... Ew. Uh, Ew. No. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that one. So over the 25 years that the Bean clan lived in the Binan cave, the clan honed their skills in being able to not only murder, but create cannibal cuisine. How could they possibly kill enough people to feed 50 people regularly and not get caught? They got really good at it. I mean, you could make a hog last for a while. That's what I was about to say. I remember growing up, I lived in the middle of nowhere. And when a family butchered a cow, a lot of times the cow would be split up into either halves or quarters. And a quarter would feed my family, which was a family of six, at least a year. Yeah, but you ate other things. You didn't strictly eat that cow. Yeah, yeah but the point I'm making is like, it, it, can, it can go a ways. 
Either way, they learned how to salt and pickle human flesh. Ew. Mm-mm. I, I don't have my phone. That's probably a good thing. So I want to look up how many people can one person feed. So, <laughs> so segue. Does it make sense now why I chose the Half-Blood Prince mm. as our cocktail? Ew, delicious. I don't want to finish it now. Lies. I do want to finish it. It is a lovely shade of bread. That is... It's all about the blood tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Happy Halloween. Oh, gross. So a major component of pickling and preserving is storage. So the beans use many of the rooms in their caves for this. It's said that when their storages got too plentiful, they would toss extra into the ocean. This eventually resulted in decaying body parts that showed signs of preservation showing up on the surrounding beaches of Scotland. Why would they not just eat them? Because they had too much. So make more kids. No. 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 Actually, no. no. That just sounds like a really stupid way to get caught. Well, that's not what got them caught. Oh, but they do get caught? It was at this point. At some point, somebody had to figure out they were there if Rebecca's doing research on them. Yeah, right. It was at this point that authorities had a list of missing persons that rivaled the length of a CVS receipt. (laughs) (laughs) You cute. With some sources stating that the Bean Clan killed and ate nearly 1,000 people. Wow. Jesus. That's a a lot of persons. How many persons per person is that? How many per persons could 200? a p- person pickle a pickle person could person? 200 persons per person? If there are 50 200 persons per bean? Yeah. If there are 50 of this them. This is a really... St- she said 48, so on average. Happy 2. Halloween 5. with Rebecca. How many cannibals? <laughs> no. How many people can one cannibal eat? If a cannibal could eat can people. a bull. I don't know. <laughs> so many mass searches were conducted, but were always unfruitful. One popular rumor that stemmed at the time was that it was the innkeepers performing the robbing and murdering, causing Aww. some of them to leave to prove their innocence and stay out of the spotlight. <laughs> so think about it. If they left and, <laughs> and the murders kept happening, kept happening, they good. Yeah, but that just looks a little suspicious. Like, no, nah, it's not me. I'm going to the next town over. But then they keep going. The murders, not the innkeepers. I don't know what they do in their spare time. You don't know there, Mom. I don't. don't. <laughs> uh, another portion of the grapevine believed that a variety of beasts and monsters roamed the area, with the most common suspect being the red cap. What is a red cap? A red cap is an evil goblin-like creature <laughs> that lives in old castles where blood has been shed. We missed oh. a really good opportunity for me and Tiffany in unison to say, what's a red cap, RJ? <laughs> Oops. Anyway, red caps are known for preying on travelers, thus feeding into the rumors. I'm sorry. I was totally in my own head while you were describing that. Is this like a creature? Like a beast? It's like a goblin. Then how does he know if they're a traveler or not? (gasps) Maybe that's what the beast. Well, you got to remember they're in the middle of nowhere, Scotland in the 15th and 16th century. Like once you leave the town, you're not going to run into someone necessarily by the time you reach the next town. True. So rumors just go flying. However, one thing to note, curiously, is that no one thought about searching Benin Cave. Well, that's because it flooded. So everybody's like, nothing would be down there. That's exactly what they thought. See? Look at you. So smart. They're so pretty. Twice a day. Who would live there? Thank you. The beans did. Go search it. So the bean clan size would eventually be its downfall. The more mouths you have to feed, the larger your grocery bill becomes. The grocery trips became a whole operation. The bean clan became skilled at ambush, taking down as many as half a dozen victims at a time that would then be taken home to be carefully prepared by the women. As you do. Men can't handle carving a body. That's why they get caught more often. (laughs) (laughs) I have checked on her husband. He's still doing well. <laughs> it's 
saw him this weekend. This, of course, was unsustainable. But how they were discovered was a bit of a surprise. So are y'all ready for a drink break? Yes. Yes. So shall I mix up some more half-blood princess for us? Some bean blood? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes, please. Beanie baby drinks? Aww. (laughs) No? Not funny? No, we'll come up with the name during the break. (laughs) Okay, yeah. All right. I'm going to go take a shot of something. Okay, bye. Hey, true crime fans. Have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! So is soybean back? What? Soybean. Soybean. Oh, is that what we're calling the drink now? No, no. the drink cannot be soy. It needs a better name than that. The Half-Blood Prince is perfect for this. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Sonny Bean. Sonny Bean. Not Soggy Bean. Or Soybean. Nope. Sonny. Got it. What about Bloody Sonny? Uh, I like bean. Only if CK says it in his accent would that work. Perfect. You're we'll like, send him a list of bloody soundy. I can't even pretend. We'll send him a list of names he has to pronounce for us. So tell us about our soybean. <laughs> oh, soybean. Oh, soybean. So one day while the bean clan was grocery shopping. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, if you like to get rid of bodies. <laughs> Y'all done? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> So one, one day, while the bean clan was grocery shopping, they came across a man and wife who were making their way home from a local fair. Unfortunately, the group was able to pull the woman from her horse, strip her down, and have her completely disemboweled before they were able to wrestle the man off his horse. Jeez. Impressive. You did say they were efficient, but damn. Some reports say that the wife started to be eaten right then and there. I mean, fresh is best. Okay. <laughs> Like what typically happens in these type of life-threatening situations, fight, flight, or freeze kicked in, and this man fought by driving his horse into and over his attackers. His horse? Yes. They were both on horses. Well, one of them's still on horse. (laughs) (laughs) The other one, R.I.P. This is (laughs) R.I.P. This is the 15th and 16th century. Yeah. I'm just imagining him like driving over these cannibals and then backing up of his horse going beep 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 beep, beep, beep gallop beep beep beep, beep, beep gallop 
while this whole thing was going down, another group of about 20 making their way home from the same fair came upon this gruesome scene. The group helped and after a brief but violent exchange, the bean tribe found itself at a disadvantage and quickly retreated back to their cave to reassess the situation. Retreat. Right. Leaving behind the mutilated woman, a crap ton of witnesses and one very pissed off husband. Yeah. Pissed off? I, I, I think there'd be a few more emotions. Oh, well, that was the one Rebecca was comfortable riding in the airport. <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> the husband was taken before the chief magistrate of Glasgow. After listening to his story and looking at the list of missing persons and looking at the reports of the pickled body parts that were just randomly showing up on beaches, the chief magistrate finally put two and two together and decided to take this straight to the top. I like my liver with a half-blooded prince and a nice salty bean. <laughs> What? It's a Hannibal. She is so proud of herself. Did you just make a Hannibal reference? Yes. <laughs> and the side of Saudi beans. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish listeners could have seen how proud of herself she was. And how confused we were. Instead of a nice Chianti and a side of fava beans. And a half blood prince and a side. Okay. <laughs> so we're going straight to the top. <laughs> anyway, King James I quickly oh, arrived shit. in Ayrshire with an army of 400 men. An article defined this as a small army, which I agree with. Uh, a pack of tracker dogs, so basically cadaver pups. If they touch the puppies, they, they won't. They didn't touch the puppies. They're cannibals. They, they're cannibals. Yeah, but they only want fighting. And local volunteers launching one of the largest manhunts Scotland has ever seen. Wow. They started along the Ayrshire countryside and coastline, but like before, nothing was discovered until the dogs picked up the smell of decaying flesh near the mouth of a waterlogged cave. Ugh. Dum, dum, dum. The troops entered the Benin Cave by torchlight with swords drawn, bracing themselves for the mile-long trek deep into the cave. Nothing could have prepared them for the scene. The cave's stink the walls of the cave stink is it stink 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 it gross (laughs) (laughs) this cave nasty the walls of the cave were lined with limbs and body parts as if it were a butcher shop no or a catacomb calm down oh my god woman (laughs) other areas of the cave served as storage and contained bundles of clothing piles of watches and rings and discarded bones what wait hold on watches yeah from all the people that they killed yeah they had watches back in the 15th and 16th (laughs) century yes what they were like sundials on your wrist yeah we've had sun-powered watches since the time of the romans i just do you get that joke i do i do get that it just wasn't funny sundials or sun-powered watches oh i mean i said i said sundial on your wrist but i didn't pick up on the sun-powered watches see which is funny but doesn't make sense because like you need never mind it wasn't funny <laughs> I, I, I deserve that <laughs> okay sorry continue so some sources say the beans use clothing from their victims to decorate their home oh resourceful no uh, yes but Wh- no what i've learned from this podcast is ashley would eat me without hesitation <laughs> you and then decorate her house with your backstreet boys t-shirt no that's going too far my <laughs> womb of comfort blanket <laughs> yes definitely still on that <laughs> okay 
a short distance from myself. I liked yourself <laughs> censoring there. All right. After a brief scuffle, all 48 of the Bean Clan were arrested and taken to Tollbooth Jail in Edinburgh by the king. Their crimes were so heinous that the current justice system, which was renowned in Scotland at the time, was thrown out the window and everyone was just sentenced to death. How big was their jail? <laughs> and enough like have they ever <laughs> <laughs> is that really the problem here they're sentenced to death immediately well i can't blame them for that but I'm just curious if their jail was big enough to hold that many people but it's fine would you like to know how they were executed were they keaton, keaton? Were they- <laughs> michael keaton did they get the michael keaton treatment nope scared to death by beetlejuice no more bourbon for you. It's so good. I'm so hilarious. Happy. The next day, the men of the clan had their legs and arms cut off before being left to bleed to death as their women and children watched from stakes. Afterwards, the women and children were burned like witches. I don't appreciate. I don't approve of the children part yes. of that. Agreed. But everything else, like, yeah. I'm very okay with everything else except for the children. I mean, like, to be devil's advocate of this, it's kind of like a nature versus nurture thing. Like, if they grew up around this, what sort of hazard are they to the rest of the family? Executing them to an extent and depending on their ages and whatever. Like, okay, I get that. If they were doing it to the clan, they had to do it to everybody back then. I get that. But, like, making them watch the other people being killed. See, even with the children, I still have a problem with them being executed because... Like it is the whole nature versus nurture thing, but we don't really have an answer to that yet. That well, not means- only is it nature versus nurture, but think about all the superstitions that they didn't know any better about back then. Yeah, and they think like true. if they ate human flesh, they were werewolves or something. Like you're back on the werewolf train. Yeah, right. Back on the wolf train. So, so something that'll make y'all feel a little better during the entire process, none of the Beanie Clan showed remorse. <laughs> the Beanie Clan, sorry. <laughs> with some reports stating that the beans heckled and shouted obscenities at their captors. Obscenities? Obscenities? Did I pronounce that right? Obscenities. Obscenities? I like it. They said bad words. (laughs) Naughty, naughty beans. They said naughty words. (laughs) They were bad beans. (laughs) They had to punish their beans. Haven't we been here enough? You mutilated their beans. Ow! Ah. <laughs> no! Am I beaning punished? Bourbon oh. <laughs> was a good choice. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. today you can tour the infamous cave and find all the leftovers. <gasps> no! I mean, so yes. it's like a catacomb. The Edinburgh Dungeon puts people face to face with Sonny Bean along with other dock tales with origins in Scotland. So it's like a haunted house. Oh. CK, we have to come visit you now. <laughs> this is why he did that. So that we'd have to come visit? Because yes. <laughs> we didn't already have so, enough reason to want to go. The tale of Sonny Bean still affects people today. Originally released in 1977 with a remake in 2006, The Hills Have Eyes was based <gasps> off of the tale of the Bean family. What? And the Scottish caves being replaced with the American West. Rob what? Zombie, you tricky motherfucker. It is at this point I need to put a disclaimer. Much of the story is legends. You son of a bitch. With <laughs> details varying and many unable to be verified. And some claiming the story is a myth, but there's just enough there that something fucked up definitely happens. Yes. Accurate. You go, girl. And that's the tale of Sonny Bean. 
the way you said you go girl made me think of Hercules. Gr- no, oh. gr- gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> From the Christmas episode last year, you guys have what? Oh, the um, oh the gorilla, yeah, gorilla, gorilla. I can still pronounce those. Good job, I can't. Awesome. I was thinking in my head, (laughs) obviously cannot. (laughs) I was thinking I was over here going the Hercules and the Yolokotorin in Hercules, where he's telling the a story in the beginning, and then the muses take over, and they're like, "Hey, we got it from here." And he goes, "You go, girl." No, nothing. Talking about the I mean, narrator? I, yeah. I get what you're saying, but that's not where my brain went. Grela. 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 We're not. It's, no, we're not getting back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Back to soybeans. I enjoyed that. Soggy beans. Soggy beans. Soggy bottoms. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you have a magnificent day and enjoy the most wonderful time of the year. And we hope it doesn't make you want to go eat anybody tonight. Until it strikes November 1st. And unless you're into start singing Christmas songs. I don't start Christmas until I see Santa and the Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is why we're friends. Okay, this makes more sense. There we go. Okay. Boom. Why are we even talking about this yet? Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Our drinks are the color of blood. And they're delicious. They are. What are you pointing at? Our exit board. Oh, are you trying to get me to close out? the? Are we done, I guess? Remember, friends. (laughs) Everyone has pushy friends that don't want to hang out with you anymore because they want to go watch scary movies or whatever. I do not watch scary movies. Who are you talking about? She seems like she's rushing me. I'm sorry. Remember, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon, which you will have a new month of strange this weekend. So sign up if you're not already a member. Keep it strange, lovelies. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Statics is real. No. No.